police in the morning. A beautiful TV reporter and her cameraman are doing a routine interview at a local fire station when an emergency call comes in. Accompanying the firefighters to a nearby apartment, the news team begins recording the blood-curdling screams coming from inside an elderly woman's unit. After authorities seal off the building to contain the threat, the news crew, firefighters, and residents are trapped to face a lethal terror inside. With the camera running, nothing may survive but the film itself. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the B-Movie Bros. Here are B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are, week three of February, where Beauty is in the Eye of the Beholder month is taking place. We're taking a look at the 2007 film Record, or Wreck, or however you say it. You heard what the back of the DVD case had to say. Let's dive right into the shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. Paul, why don't you tell us what's bad first? Alright, so... So there's a period in between the first zombie attack where this old lady bites this uh, cop's face and then before there's like a huge non-stop zombie raid. And during that there's a bunch of interviews with the people in the apartment, you know, getting what, getting to hear what they know. And you, it kind of introduces the characters you're going to see later so that you're, it doesn't just seem like random zombies there. But with the exception of like maybe a couple aspects of some of the interviews most of them were just kind of boring and pointless like it does some of them do do um set up for later plot points but overall it just kind of seemed like it went on a little too long number two so spoiler at one point there's a little girl who's infected and she's running around around the apartment you know the, this fireman this uh, police officer chasing after her so the police officer ends up you know um, confronting her, and before this happened, we had already seen an old lady lunge at, at somebody and bite them in the face, we'd seen zombies attacking people all of a sudden, so this dumb motherfucker decides to turn his back on her, and just, and just act like a moron, like, he, of course, gets bitten like an idiot, and I, I did not feel sorry for him in the slightest bit, and, Overall, there are only a few stupid things that I thought people did in the film, and which leads me to number one. So number one, the stupidest thing in this movie is, despite the fact that there's a bunch of crazy zombie shit going on everywhere, the cameraman, Pablo, which is Paul in Spanish, which makes me dislike it even more, like, decides that he's just going to keep recording. He's going to hold this camera the whole time, while while this shit is going on. He puts you down, like, once to help Manu, um, kill a zombie, but even has to be told to do so, because he's a fucking moron, I can't think for for himself. And then he picks it up again. Like, it kind of comes in handy later, because they can use the light on it, and I guess it has night vision or something like that, but they didn't know they were going to be stuck in that room, and, you know, you didn't have to be, like, pointing it toward everything. I don't know if he was just really dedicated to revealing the truth or something, which they didn't even know that anything was really being concealed at first. I mean, they, you kind of they kind of figured it out after a while, but there was no, like, oh, man, there's a big cover-up and everything, and we're doing it. Like, they never actually say that. Or maybe he was just thought that Angela was going to yell at him, and he was just scared of that. I don't know, but Jesus Christ, Pablo. Like, Even the scene where the cop is trying to, like, wrangle the little girl, 
like, Pablo's, I don't know if he's trying to help get the girl off of the cop or what, but, like, the camera is, like, pushed into the girl's face a couple times, and it's like, what is going on with this? Is he trying to help, or is he just trying to get a close-up? Like, walking around looking, hey, hey, you need help, man? Like, um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I could put the camera down, but, uh, I, I don't really want to. Angela's gonna get mad at me if I do. So, uh, good luck, buddy. So, for me, number three... Most of the people in this movie, like Paul said, are really only there to bitch and scream at each other. Sure, they're standard cam and cannon fodder, you know, they're useful in becoming more creatures of the darkness, but they're still annoying nonetheless. Their dialogue was pretty realistic, though, so I, I kind of like that fact. Number two. This movie was part of the early to mid-2000s craze of U.S. filmmakers going, Hey, this is a really good foreign film. What if we take it and make it again? But, you know, Americanized. Make it shitty. And, you know, so that spawned a remake called Quarantine, which is a piece of shit and terrible legacy for this movie. Number one. So, spoiler alert, you know, if things haven't been spoiled or you haven't seen this movie in the last 13 years, the reveal at the end of the movie is that it was all caused by demonic possession. I mean, enzymes. I mean... Yeah, this movie really even confused itself at the end. It couldn't decide which route to go. Unless, of course, the creature at the end of the movie had nothing to do with the zombies in the other apartments. But then, that's hella coincidental that even more confusing as to how the fuck so many unlucky things are occurring in this one building. I mean, I think I get the ending, but... Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even really sure. Is it one, the other, or both of these things are going on? Like, yes. <laughs> and no. Well, now that we've gotten the bad out of the way, let's let's get on to the good things here. What about your top three, Paul? Alright, so there was a lot of good about this movie, despite the bitching we did about some other stuff. So, number three, this movie really utilized a very limited setting in the best possible way. It gave a sense of claustrophobia on top of the dread of having, you know, zombies potentially around every corner waiting to jump at you it it really it knew how to like take even even like a corner of a room or just a staircase or something like that and you know make it seem add a sense of dread make it seem like anything could happen you, you were never really sure what was going on and that was all due to the ingenuity of the of the directors and the people involved number two the blood and, pra and practical effects, while limited in, in, in quantity, were very high in quality. Everything looked as realistic as I, as I could have hoped for, and I really enjoyed that fact. And number one, so there is a lot of mystery and unanswered questions throughout the film regarding the cause of the outbreak and why the government seems to already know what's going on and quarantine everything. And when the truth is finally revealed, I mean, Corey said, like, you don't really know what's going on, but honestly, I kind of like the ambigu ambiguity. I think um, if I were to watch it again, I'd probably might pick up on something else. It was it was interesting. I'm glad everything wasn't, like, force-fed to you. You've got, like, pictures of, like, religious uh, symbolism, talking about demonic possession, and you, yet you're they're also talking about, like, enzymes and um, finding a cure for this thing and, like, patient zero basically and so you can kind of piece things together i'm not really sure if i got everything right but i kind of like that fact that it, it the zoom movie didn't assume you were dumb and like 
and you know made things a little ambiguous. And it's it's been a while too since I've seen the sequel record too. Um, I don't know if they explain any more or not in it, but I just remember it also being a very good movie. That's good to know. So for me, number three, the one character that I I really enjoyed, Manu, the badass firefighter who gets to fuck up the most shit throughout the movie, whether it's doors or zombies, you give him a sledgehammer and he just goes to town. Easily the best character and honestly the only one I was rooting for to get out alive. He didn't even need the sledgehammer for half of them. Like, at one point he snaps a dude's neck and... He uses yeah. some rope to, to kill another one. Oh, yeah. He was like Mexican Rambo, only as a firefighter. From Spain. <laughs> Fighting zombies. <laughs> Number two. The sequences of action and horror in this movie are done really well and actually seem realistic. The film almost brings to life, you know, the fact or the feeling of being trapped in an apartment building slowly being filled up with zombies with nowhere else to go. And number one, for me at least, the pacing of this movie is fantastic. It starts off slow, and then slowly begins to ramp things up before going into overdrive, when everybody just starts turning into zombies, and then really slows down for the final horror segment of the finale in the movie. I, I think it's done really well. In a lot of ways that most movies we watch on here are not. Yeah, there was, there's really no wasted scenes or wasted time. Like, even the interviews had some kind of purpose to them, even if I didn't particularly like them. And everything kind of, each scene kind of led into the next one. It's like, because of this, this happened, not this happened, this happened, this happened. I, it was, it was done quite well. And I mean, I have to say, I mean, the movie was only... What was it, 78 minutes long? Yeah, I think that so definitely helped. That helps. It wasn't a movie where they padded things out, or they weren't like, oh, it has to be 90 minutes. It has to be, you know, like the what seemed like the standard in the early 2000s, you know, make everything an hour 45. Like, no, they were like, this is how long the movie is. This is what we need. They got shit done. And it worked really well. It was long enough to tell the story wasn't... no no. No longer, no shorter than what needed to be, there needed to be. Something we didn't really talk about was the uh, quotes. So, you know, we didn't talk about dialogue. It's time for ourselves to have a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. I'll start us off with, a normal night is pretty monotonous. Something strange is going on here. They're sealing us in like hamsters. Fucking show it to me. I just killed a cop who tried to bite us. The ritual is very specific. That ends this episode edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say, please leave it in the comments below. It's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 1 out of 10. I also gave it a 1 out of 10. I have to say, Record is a fantastic film which explores what happens in the city of Barcelona, Spain, while people are sleeping. At least... That's what the film crew in the movie are doing, through whom you see the events unfold. The premise, action, and dialogue seem pretty genuine and well presented. The action ramps up to an incredible speed during the climax, and just had me craving more. Unfortunately, the end slows down quite a bit, and confuses the shit out of me. But I won't let the tra that detract from what might possibly be the best found footage film I've ever seen. So, Wreck, or Record, is a found footage film that does just about everything right. There's a believable reason given for why someone's got a camera. 
the limited perspective um, adds to the tension, and there's really no overacting. Every, everything felt genuine and um, realistic as far as um, reactions and lines. The limited resources were all used very effectively, creating realistic-looking injuries, which were used seldomly enough to avoid an over-reliance in gore, but frequent enough to maintain the horror atmosphere of the film. The story was well-paced, steadily revealing answers as the plot unfolded, leading to an incredible conclusion that, I, while ambiguous, I thought was very well done and didn't treat you like you were dumb. There were some very minor issues, such as Pablo, the camera guy, bringing the camera with him everywhere, even while zombies were killing the people around him, but even that was given somewhat of a feasible explanation. Record succeeds as both a zombie movie and a found footage film, combining two genres into an extremely satisfying experience. So there you have it, a 1 out of 10 for both of us, which happened twice this month, and that's not a common thing here. This is a good month so far. Well, you know, just in case someone didn't enjoy it as much as we did, we do have to tell you how to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give you some drink games for this film. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time the characters enter an apartment, take a drink. Number two, anytime Manu racks up a kill, take a drink. Like a number, badass. Number three, Whenever people are arguing, take a drink. Number four, anytime the cop tells them to turn off the camera, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's beauty is in the eye of the beholder month, every time someone pays attention to you, the main character, or in this sense, Pablo, take a drink. Every time the camera randomly cuts off, take a drink. Every time there's an announcement warning people against leaving their house or wherever they're being held, take a drink. Every time someone is being interviewed, take a drink. And every time you see an old person, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, leave it as a comment on iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros.gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com, that's bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats, on our website bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links are provided below. We've come to the end of week three here for Beauties in the Eye of the Beholder month. Let's rank the films. In the third spot for me, Hotel Inferno. Well, while it was a fun film, it was kind of dumb at the same time. Entertaining, but not really quality. Number two, Hardcore Henry. Entertaining, quality, fun. I enjoyed it. But number one, Record. It does, like Paul said, really blend zombie and found footage and takes all the elements that it can and melts them into an almost perfect film yeah mine's pretty predictable number three hotel inferno it had a gimmick that it was working on and it did it quite well however hardcore henry had the same gimmick and i thought it did a little bit better it was a bit more entertaining and had some a few more unique elements to it but number one was Rack, Record, whatever. It was as close to a perfect found footage film as I think exists. And yeah, just a great film in general. Well, next week we'll be ending Beauties in the Eye of the Beholder Month with the 2010 film Into the Void. Ooh, we're about to get trippy here. 
So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get on the next one. I'll see you in the room.